0: All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a long-awaited episode. I don't actually know how long these episodes have been awaited for, but you know what? Your awaiting is over. Uh, today, we bring back another friend. Uh, the last time I did this, I brought good old Spence back, and it's only fair that I uh, start going around the rotation again <laughs> with podcast hosts, because uh, we got Dalton here. What's up, buddy? What's up, homie? How's it going? It's going good, man. It's going good. Um so uh you know we'll start as things have been i I always start this way with my guests uh we talked a little bit about this before the show but you know what let's do it again for the
1: people uh how you doing ah i'm doing i'm doing pretty good um just living living the life post post undergraduate Mm -hmm. uh, post college because we're we're college graduates now we're being thrown into the real world we are indeed um yeah, I'm just I am pers- pursuing a masters in in Texas and so I've been here for the past few months. Um just chilling. Yeah, the mom thing trying to trying to get through it. Um and then, you know, we'll see what happens, what happens after.
0: All righty. Yeah, you
1: you seem like you're having a
0: pretty good time down there. I didn't know uh you know, I was like hey, he's he's going to be fine down there cuz people were like What's Dalton doing? Like, what's like, when's he gonna go down to Texas? Why is he going to Texas? Is
1: he gonna be okay? I'm like,
0: he's gonna be fine.
1: Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be all right. And like, there's gonna be plenty of times where I can come back up. And so it's not like it's gonna be like this all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He's just going, he's just going to school
0: somewhere else. People like people we know have done that. They just exactly. gone away. But I don't know. It's good to, it's good to hear from you, buddy. I haven't talked to you. And, uh, A good little bit. I mean, we've tried to. I say we tried. We recorded a little-known spoiler for the people. If it's not up yet, I don't know where it is. But uh, we've brought back the Lost
1: Script podcast for an episode, at least one. But heck, heck yeah! And we're just waiting for that one to get uploaded. I'm not in charge anymore, so I can't be late with the episodes. It's out of your um, hands. Yeah, I'm at. I've no longer, no longer have that responsibility. Because I know I would gotten so I got bashed so many times for having late episode uploads, but it would be like, we'd like record on a Sunday and then I wouldn't upload it until the Monday after the week was yeah, over. Yeah, we
0: would be like talking to Spencer or some other friends of ours and we'd just be like, yeah, we're going to record the podcast tonight. We're going to see how it goes. And he goes, oh, that's great, man. can't wait to listen to it. It's going to be great. And then a week would go by and he goes, where's you guys' episode? And we're like, oh, we totally did that, didn't we? <laughs> oh man <laughs> and then Burke and I would just be like hey Dalton where's our episode and you're like oh my god and you'd get right on it and you put it up and be like it's up
1: <laughs> yeah i am like yeah guys sorry I just <laughs> <laughs> slipped my mind <laughs> yeah so now it's, uh, it's in Burke's hands that's right. He's got yeah. the controls. So, uh, he, he's he's a busy man. So, we, yeah. we, we may, we may not have improved in that, in that area. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to,
0: we're going to break the illusion here. This was supposed to be a, um, a recording for the lost script, but, uh, scheduling conflicts and other stuff came up. And we just, you know, it couldn't, it couldn't be the full lost script crew. So, we said, you know what? Let's make it a happy hour episode. Yeah. Exactly. I, I was literally thinking today, like, I've, I've missed doing podcasts. Like I keep talking about wanting to do it. I've been writing notes out for possible people to talk to. I still haven't reached out to any yet because I'm a lazy piece of crap. But we're getting there. So yeah. this was and, a blessing in disguise.
1: And hey, at least you're getting some notes down. So I'm trying. Means, dude, you're halfway there. I'm halfway there.
0: Now it's just about getting the other
1: 50%. Exactly. Which you can do it. Uh, you know, I think so. Things are looking up. You can do it. <laughs> so uh, right. how have you been? What have you been up to for the past the past few months?
0: I've been good, man. I've just been uh just been working, you know. Not really much besides that going on, just taking you know, taking it one day at a time. But can't really complain right now. It's going good. Good, good. All right. I want to you know, now that we've exchanged pleasantries, it's been great. Um mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about something. Um because it's uh back in full swing out of bounds you guys are back at it you're doing great um i i talked to spencer and this was kind of when it was still like i think you guys had just recently come back um but what's it what's it been like to come back and you know keep doing that almost on a actually you guys have been weekly now right like you've been consistently weekly with your episodes now or
1: yes um, we have we have been we have been weekly um and I'm not gonna lie; like it was sort of, sort of an interesting challenge at first. Mm. It's because we're on, well, Spencer and Christian are on the same time zone. I'm not on the same time zone. Yeah, I'm an hour behind. So what what might sound like a good time to me might sound might be an awful time for them, and vice versa. Mm, yeah. So that aspect was taking a little bit to get used to. And then on top of that, with our busy schedules, really nailing down a day that would work for all three of us. So that was kind of something that, you know, we took time to figure out. And then once we were able to, like, start it back up again, and it's been it's been a pretty good experience, like, we're glad that you know um, we're getting back into the swing of things. Um, we're I would say we're like in the heat of it right now. We we had we had some MLB talk. Uh, spoiler if anybody ever listens to that episode. <laughs> but our most recent episode we had some MLB talk, some NBA talk, um, some some NFL talk. So we're and also like my like Spencer covers, um, bait like, well. I think we we might have covered hockey. I can't remember, but eventually we'll get to covering hockey as well, um, and then of course the the racing segment, which isn't even that long, but uh, we covered that as well. And yeah. so like we're really getting to the thick of it, where um, it's it's a really like some really really long episodes, um, which you know can be a good a good thing or bad thing, just depending on if you like podcasts or not, right? Um, but Uh, it's been really, really nice. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that we're able to, um, I guess like this was really, really good for us. This whole, this whole experiment, I guess, um, like after college, uh, with everybody working full-time jobs or two jobs, both part-time and are still going to school or, you know, trying to, you know, further their education. It was gonna be it was gonna be difficult. And I think I think us being able to, you know, figure it out as as like with this podcast and keeping it keeping it going. Um and just business as usual. It's been pretty amazing. Yeah, it has. And honestly like it hadn't even really clicked to me that um
0: you guys were having to adjust your schedules to like accommodate your time zone. I knew like you were always even when you were living here, you had to accommodate with like each other's jobs and your school schedules and all that stuff. And now like with that added obstacle of a different time zone, like you guys are doing, you're still doing really, really well. Um, and it hadn't even occurred to me. Like when I sat down with Spencer, I was talking about how you guys had recently made the comeback. Like you guys took a few months off, but um, it didn't even click to like click in my brain then that you guys are taking time off, whether it was scheduled or not, because like, There's obviously a point where sports just kind of taper off for a little bit. And so like, there's really nothing to cover there. Um, But I mean, like Spencer said in the episode, he hadn't meant for that period of time to go as long as it did. And by that point you were already in Texas. And I was like, Oh, that absolutely would have made recording a lot more difficult, but I'm glad to see you guys are, you know, getting past that and getting on a system that works. I'm happy for you. For
1: sure. Yeah. Thank you. And like, It's uh that sometimes sometimes those uh those things it happen you just gotta you just gotta react and I guess I guess make the most of it um Mm -hmm. with what you got
0: yeah I mean you guys have definitely been rolling with the punches so Mm -hmm. you know again
1: props to you thank you thank you we'll see we'll see what happens in the (laughs) the future I guess yeah um and
0: I gotta say I'm glad we've uh even though we only have done it once so far, like getting back to doing the lost script, it felt like we were back in college because like we started that iteration of the podcast because we were doing it as Bellerman Unscripted mm-hmm. uh, the year prior. Um, and then we decided to bring it back on Anchor, rename it so that way like, we could talk about whatever without being like Bellerman branded. And that way they couldn't technically have ownership of it um and like it honestly felt like we were you know back at it like fully because we had taken god like a year plus off yeah like, we were we were away for a while dude
1: yeah it was like, a was, it was a really long time um I don't even know how we like went that much time without uploading an episode
0: I don't know because there were always times where we were like thinking of bringing it back like especially when like out of bounds was, like it's still going, of course. You guys were in your, I think that was your second year. No, I don't know. It always differs. Like, we, whenever we talk about it, it, always differs in like the years of how long Out of Bounds has been going on. But, um, like you guys were in the thick of it. So, like, you're talking about multiple seasons overlining and everything like that. Like, Ryan's happy hour had just taken off, like, we had just started it. Um, and then, like, there were some conversations. Uh, Between the two of us and Burke, we were like, "Oh yeah, we absolutely like should bring that back and, you know, maybe like set it up for monetization and all this other stuff and, you know, see what we can do."
1: And then it just we never did. I don't know why, but we just got. And that's another thing too. We just we just got busy. Yeah, yeah. And that thing, that sort of thing, like we talk about it all the time. It just slips through the cracks. Yeah, and. I think, I think now we're being a lot, a lot better about it. Like, like we have, like, we have our podcast, right? Lost Script, bringing that back, um, Out of Bounds, Ryan's Happy Hour. Um, Like eventually, I've been speaking with Spence about this in volumes lately, but, you know, trying to like really like stay focused on like what we're trying to do in terms of like, a network sort of thing, um, mm-hmm. like a, like a, like a, like a space, like really trying to like legitimize uh, what like our podcasts and stuff like that. And like, I'm talking yeah. like business cards, a website, like the whole shebang. Yeah. And now with like technology advancing and all this other stuff, it's really, really easy to do that. Um, so just, trying now just to like not forget it. So that way, you know, five, 10 years down the line, you're not, we're not like, ah.
0: Yeah. Just like that, that moment
1: of if only, you
0: know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember like we talked about that quite a bit when we were at Bellarmine because then we tried to come up with, um, well, even before we were talking about this idea of a network, like We wanted to do a film podcast because that's what kind of like mm. like the three of us, you, me, and Spence, we were always taking film classes together. Yeah, so we were like, yeah, if, I mean, if there's one thing we can talk about for hours and hours, it would be films. And we have such a like variety of film tastes among us, like among the three of us that it's like we absolutely could have done it, but it was just like I think we got so – and it's the same thing with this network is we got so hung up on the naming of it it yeah. just slipped through, and then we got busy, and that just kind of fell by the wayside in terms of like our priorities and thinking,
1: and then it just completely fell off. But yeah, yeah, which it'll be fine. We can we 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 get around to it. Like yeah. it'll be, yeah, we got it.
0: We could definitely make it happen. It's just a matter of sitting down with whoever wants in, and then really discussing how to go about it. But I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at some companies that, like, started out as, like, I mean, nothing more than what we're doing now, like, just a conversation, and then it expands into, like, big multimedia companies. It's like, oh, that would be neat.
1: Yeah. It could be us. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, that'll be good.
0: That would be really, that'd be so weird, though, to see, like, pulling into a parking lot and see, like, an office building. That is ours oh
1: dude be like what the
0: hell who let us do this
1: that would be that would be insane to think about yeah and well it's totally possible too Mm -hmm. i mean i mean the this we we have we got a chance and i think you know we capitalize on our chance and it'll be it could be pretty a pretty good experience. Um really life changing. Yep. Um gosh, and no, all our own office space. That'd be <laughs> that'd be pretty fantastic. Yeah, it'd be
0: it'd be wild. But um I was actually I was talking with um I don't know how I got like talking with her, but me and Courtney were talking a while back. Um about like the like getting back into the podcast and everything and how like we want to do that, but it's just like so much of our like our days are taken up by whatever we're doing. Like obviously both of our days are and even yours, we're all taken up by like school or jobs. And so at the end of the day we just don't want to like it just takes us so much energy to muster up the ability to sit down. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of energy to sit down. But like just to sit down and record something, because it takes a lot out of you, more than you think. And I mean, you know that you're recording like hour forty-five, two hour episodes every Tuesday with Spence and
1: Christian. Like it takes a lot out of you. It can. And you no, know, I think you have to be you have to be like mentally like prepared. Like, dude, you're gonna be talking about whatever for a good solid hour to two hours. Yeah. So I think preparation is like a huge, like mental, and then of course like the physical, like whether it's note taking or research or stuff like that, that sort of preparation. Well, most people don't think about that. Maybe yeah, or even just think we just we just get on and we just shoot we just shoot it. Yeah. But um, that sort of thing completely goes unnoticed. Yeah. Um, that's another side of it, like that we just have to we have to take care of before yeah. we even get to talking.
0: And we, I mean, obviously we try our hardest, but like everybody runs into it, we run into technical difficulties all the time. That was one of our. If I'm remembering right, I'm pretty sure like during our prime run of the lost script, we had two episodes where Burke's call just got separated from ours, and we can yeah. still hear him, but he couldn't hear us. And we would just be talking over each other. And he was just basically doing his own segment. And those were some of the highest listened to Mm -hmm. episodes. But those are things you just like, you predict they're going to happen. You hope they don't. But then it's just like, once it happens, how do you just like, that's just another one of the punches you got to roll with. And it's like, there's a lot more into this than people think. And I'm really like, seeing it from this side, it really shocked me, like starting this up. A, how much time and effort it was going to take because, like, getting the edits for my episodes right is extremely pressured because, like, I want to make sure that I'm not cutting off anything my guests are saying. I want to make sure I'm not cutting my sentence off and I still want to find that right placement for the ad even if I forget to insert the ad break. Normally, I don't, but I've done that a couple times now where I've just forgotten to, like, take a beat, go quiet, set the ad break and then I know I'm not interrupting anybody but it's like there's so much like there's so much more to this than I thought
1: but I still love it yeah and that's that's great to hear that you know even though there's there's a lot to this I mean I think it's fair to say that we call it a job I mean kind of
0: yeah it's like more so I think more so a hobby, a hobby
1: but, but a side, side gig if nothing else a paid side gig. Yeah. Um. The fact that you still love it, it's it's that is that's good news because, you know, if you don't love it, then what are you doing it for, <laughs> right? So it's not it's not like this is, at least right now for us, fair to say that it's not a lucrative, like, you know, job. Uh, yeah. that's that's not paying the bills, right? So like. Why else would would we be uh, partaking in this stuff? Yeah.
0: Um, ah, that's. It, it was always super fun to, like, when I was starting this out, it was really fun to talk to you, Spence, and Christian about, like, Out of Balance, because it was one of those things where, like, you guys have known about the sports world, like, more, like, different facets of it more so than others, but, like, football and basketball and baseball those are the areas where at least you with spence thrive like christian's in there with basketball and football more so than others but like i i think i asked all three of you or i just asked one of you i don't remember but i'm like do you guys ever just like get tired of talking sports? i think i was talking with spence because i was like you work at a place that does sports radio and then you do a podcast where you talk about sports news like does that ever like get tiring or do you just get sick of it and they're like I, I may have brought this up to Christian too, and maybe even you. I, I really don't remember, but all like either all three of you, or one of you, or two of you were just like, no, because it's a totally different environment. You're just sitting down with friends, talk about things that you like, knowing full well, like this isn't going to pay the bills. It's just fun, and people will listen to it. And I'm like, that's a really good way of looking at it because, it's like, I mean, let's be real, as much as Anchor has helped us, it ain't it ain't enough to pay bills and ain't enough to, like, buy things. It's just, like, yeah, I'm getting a couple cents, like, every time a couple people listen, you know? It's whatever. But it's still, like, just being able to make something and put it out in the world, that's enough for us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think... It's just something... It's something nice that we have. Yeah. And you Like, I agree with everything you just said. Like, it's something that we... I guess, right, I guess in it, but um, something that, you know, it could, it could go away like that. Is it, like, another way for us to, like, keep in touch, too, to be honest with you? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, like,
0: that's at least a day where you know, like, I'm going to be talking with two of my oldest friends about something we all care about. Like, it's great.
1: Right. And, like, the same thing with, like, the lost script, like, that goes back to us being, us being busy all the time, but yet we still have time for each other. Where we set a dime, we set aside uh, a pic- particular amount of amount of time in the night, where we just talk, talk yeah. and talk and talk.
0: Yeah, it's it's always weird to me because like when I started doing this, I had no idea what I was gonna get into because like. I I had the reference of, like, you guys had a very central topic to talk about that had, like, sub-levels. So, you had the main world of sports, and you had football, basketball, baseball, and then now, racing and hockey and whatever else. And then, the lost script was literally just random. It was, like, whatever happened in the day, whatever happened in the week, month, year, whatever, boom, put it in there. Doing this, it was, like when I was trying to come up with it, I was like, what am I going to talk about? Because I want to do a podcast. that's like more so conversational. Cause I don't want it to just be like me repeating data. Like I don't want to do anything like that. I just want to sit down. I was 21 at the time. So I was like, maybe incorporate alcohol question mark. And then, uh, you know, just figure something out from there. And then, um, I don't remember how I got on the idea of just, like, almost interviewing or, like, doing talk shows almost, but that's, like, I guess that's what it was kind of in, incepted to be, but it's, like, it it still catches me off guard that people still listen to my random ramblings with my friends.
1: It's, like, it's bewildering. Look, you you brought a different, I think... It's just another, it's just another different, um, aspect or like different way of doing a podcast or like you, you know, Spencer's like ours, like, like out of bounds is, it's a little more formal, I guess. Kind of. It's a little bit more formal. Ours is kind of like relaxed, um... Whoever wants to go first can go first. Whoever wants to talk, whoever wants to lead the conversation, by all means go for it. Mm-hmm. Um and then with the with Ryan's happy hour, I think, you know, that interview aspect sets you it sets you apart, you know. You know, there's there's, you know, some podcasts that especially with yours, it's not specifically sports. Uh, so you know, having the ability to talk about pretty much anything, bring on whoever whoever you want, um, is really 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 good for you. Um, and I think, you know, you can get to the point where, um, you can like expand pretty much, like you can literally reach out to whoever you want bring on whoever you want as long as they're they're willing and I think it's I think it's great you know you have like you can get questions ready and it's just it's just a different way of podcasting yeah and that makes it really really unique
0: well I I try my best but like what's what's funny is that like I always looked at your guys show and I was like it's great like you guys put your heart and soul into it i love it um but it, it did like in my eyes it seemed limited because i was just like it's just you three repeating sports information not repeating you're bringing it to a different audience that may not be aware of it um but yeah i was looking at it like i have all this flexibility and everything like that but then i was like that also just opens it up to like yes i have like this almost infinite potential of people to talk to, who am I going to get to talk to? So I like literally had, I think even before I st- like started the first episode, I had a list of people written out that I was like, all right, I want to talk to them, 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 and them. And unintentionally, I literally did it by show. And i talked about this before. I had like the three hosts of Out of Bounds first, Lost Script hosts, then Courtney. I forgot to do Jen and Catherine, who also hosted Courtney's show. I did a few other, like, kind of random people in between there. But, like, now I've I've been hitting that point more frequently where I'm just, like, I, I like repeating guests just because, like, it's always, like you said, it's always nice to catch up with people. But then I've also hit that point where it's, like, I want to, like, bring new people into this show just because, like, Spencer reminded me that I used to do the segments of, like, how we met. And I don't do that anymore because I've been repeating guests so much. I'm like, ah, shoot, he's right. And so I was like, all right, who, who do I want to talk to that I haven't talked with yet? And it's like, man, there's like, there's so many possibilities, but also I don't have the time to reach out yet. Yeah.
1: Um, you, with, I mean, that, but I, I, that, that How We Met segment was a good starting point. I think I think also when you when you get more people more new people on there like you can bring that back you know yeah. it's not it's not one of those things that you know you just stop putting into your podcast because you put it on every single podcast so naturally people who listen to your podcast and they you know they're like oh they he's having this guest on I wonder how he knows this person you know what I mean so right. it gives them it gives, like, the people who are listening a good insight into the relationship between you and the guest and um, really sets the stage, I guess, yeah, for what's to come. And after, like, having Spencer
0: on the premiere, that definitely was, like, something I wanted to add into it. That became a staple of the show. I was like, okay, anytime I bring a new guest on, that is the finishing, like, that is the last thing I want to bring up. I'll either bring it up right after the ad break or a subject after the subject after the ad break. But I always want to bring it up close to the end just because then it's like, it. whether it's a long story or a short story, I want to get their insight on it. Mostly because, like, I mean, with you, Spencer, Christian, Casey, like, I've known you guys practically all my life. And so it's literally like, I want to see if we remember the same story or if you can give more insight on the story of how we met that I forgot. And so, like trying to bring new people on to do that, I'm definitely like, as soon as I get some new people on, that part's coming back because I really do, a want to find out their side of how we met, whether it be like, yeah, some scrawny asshole came into our classroom one day and was like, "Hey, I'm Ryan, I'm the new kid," or like, "Yeah, man, you like found out you were gonna be my roommate in college, and we just like hit it off or whatever." So. I always want to hear what people thought of like our first introduction. But yeah, right now it's just a matter of getting those episodes
1: scheduled. But
0: we'll we'll get there.
1: We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no deadline. So you don't have to worry about deadlines Ryan. Right. Yeah. That's
0: like one of the best things about not being like an official job right now with this is that there are no deadlines. We don't have to Put out episodes weekly. If we don't want to, we can take breaks, slow down, like record,
1: pre-record, do whatever we want. But it's like there's no there's no rush to it. I'm like, oh, thank God. Exactly. Like you're the one you're the one in charge. So it's you know whenever whenever you're ready, go for it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So okay, I'm kind of glad that I have you here because I've always wanted to know. I don't know why I might have asked you this before you went down there. What made you want to go to like this is a total tonal shift from what we just talked about? What made you want to go to Texas for school?
1: Texas finishing up. Yeah. Um well let's before I answer that question, I want to give like some background. So like me, like okay, so this is going to be interesting. I like we, we both went to Bellarmine, right? And so Bellarmine, yep. Bellarmine sports just in general. Okay. Would you, I mean, it's, we were, we were D two for what? Three, three years of our college career.
0: Saw so, uh, I think closer to two. closer. Cause I to think two. it was, might've been the third year that went, they went D one.
1: Okay. But regardless, it was, it's the so Bellarmine's a small private. It, it's relatively small, has roughly about what did you would you say around fifteen hundred?
0: Uh, probably yeah
1: for the entire, um, and so as we were going through college, specifically with me in the sports management program, I wanted to like really figure out like what do I want to do, um. And so I would do all this research and like try to figure out like do I need additional schooling to actually like have a good career, uh, or start out where I want to start out at, um, and like I I I would do all this research like I said and I I figured out that you know I, I want to be I want to be a sports agent, and so if you don't know what a sports agent is, just watch the movie Jerry Maguire. With Tom Cruise, okay? You just, you'll just you figure out what a sports agent is very, very quickly. Because that's what the movie's about. But, um, very, very good film, by the way. We can talk about that on our film podcast. <laughs> Once we but, get it up and running, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, so I figured out I want to be a sports agent. And, believe me, if, you know, if if there was an opportunity for me to even consider some sort of in, in state that would be beneficial, um, and, and give me the, um, beneficial to where I wanted to be, then I would have, I would have done it. But I was looking around the schools because I knew that I had to get some sort of education right after Bellerman. I would, you know, whether it was a master's degree or a, um, law degree, um, so I was looking around and I was like, well, you know, let me, let me think about like what colleges have really, really good sports programs, like, like top of the line, like every, every year or like mostly every single year um, in the particular sports that I want to get into. And so I wanted to get into football first and foremost. Okay. And I was looking at, it, I was like, well, Alabama would be a good place, Georgia. Florida state, Florida, um, LSU, they had just won the national championship three years ago. So LSU was in there. Um, and then I looked at like the prices and I was like, ah, well, it's gotta be somewhat affordable. Um, of course, Texas was on the list. I don't even think that I applied to Alabama. Um, but I was like looking at the prices. I was looking at their sports programs, like not just football, but basketball, women's basketball men's and women's basketball, baseball, softball, um the whole the whole thing as a whole. Um and then I looked at after that I was looking at fit. I was looking at, you know, would I really fit in here? Uh would I be able to like mesh what I wanna would I wanna stay here uh for the entirety of the like, the education and, like, get my degree, uh, and then I looked at the distance, how far away from home, um, and so I was, like, uh, some of these places aren't too far, uh, I think the longest was actually, it was either, it was either UT or University of Florida, Mm. which, that's in Gainesville, if I'm not mistaken, um, I actually ended up didn't even apply apply to University of Florida, but I did Florida State Florida State is obviously obviously in or near the panhandle uh which isn't that too which is just too far either um and so once I applied to these schools, I was waiting for you know a process like the process again literally all over again. It's mm-hmm. like day job where you yep. just go through and you're just at that stage where you're like, where am I going to get accepted into, you know, where am I going to get rejected? Um, and, you know, some schools I got accepted into, one of which being Texas, and then another other schools I got rejected. And so then after that process happened, I really weighed on my options. I was like, well, how's the housing going to be? Am I going to live close to campus or you know that stuff. Um, I kind of knew in the back of my mind that if I get into the University of Texas, I'm probably gonna go. okay because because the way I was looking at it, I was like, I was looking at the program, and I was like, this is a very, very doable program for me. It's only two years you have the option of graduating early it's a two-hour flight so i can go home the flight won't be that long i will be in mostly sunny weather um which that was also a factor which is why i didn't go to school in florida because i had experience that you know i'd heard from people who had lived in florida and just that Florida, it, it rains like every day, and I yeah. can't, I, can't, I won't, I I'm not gonna go be in the rain every day, right? Um, and so yeah, that's kind of where I was, and I and plus, Brian, you know this, we had a professor who went to UT
0: yes we did
1: and that kind of was also influencing my decision as well because this it seemed like every class he brought up ut Um, i I would say
0: pretty close to every class yeah there was some mention of ut we should have done like a
1: a bet on like like an over under yeah (laughs) Yeah. that would have been (laughs) how many times he brought up ut yeah but like he brought it up too and i was like was it re- like was it really that great of an experience for him that's what i was thinking because he kept he kept bringing it up um like this stuff that would happen when he was down here hmm. um and uh, yeah that's and i i thought you know i if i can get into the hmm. athletics part of it down here in some aspect then uh that'll i just i just need experience i need experience and i need that one of the biggest brands in all of collegiate athletics like a big brand but also like
0: a big brand that's not super far away while also being affordable to make sure that you get the proper experience necessary to handle like to possibly handle those bigger brands in the future
1: absolutely all right all right all right you're on on point with that um and like this it's very like like this is this is essentially how i how i thought it was going to be like this is like um i you know volunteer for two sports and it is very much very much professional Mm -hmm. um as it, as it should be. I mean, we're talking about collegiate athletics here. We're talking, you know, um, you know, that's, that's just, that's just what I'm, I'm trying to gain experience. Um, and so like that was kind of what went into my decision to go to UT. Um, and just something new you know uh, we've been in kentucky for forever and um i think a new change of scenery was going to be beneficial for me um to really get out and see what else uh was there to offer and especially in my field like don't get me wrong if bellerman you know had if bellerman was bigger had more programs actually had a master's program in sports management i might have considered going there i might have applied but they they did not so uh it was like well where do i go from here um so that was kind of my whole that's kind of what went into it um and i think it's been a really good experience this far um I've been able to make, make new friends within the program, um, and, you know, find my, find my groove, um, hopefully, hopefully being able to, you know, have that on my resume as well, um, that, you know, again, you go to this big school, um, and, you know, putting it on there for the employers to see that, well, this guy, he goes, he goes to UT, he goes to the University of Texas. Um, and you know, that might be, that might be beneficial for, for me in the future as I apply, uh, for these, for these jobs and sports. Um, and, you know, it was just, you know, something that I couldn't pass up, you know, I couldn't pass up the opportunity. Well, you know, a couple of year, a few years down the line being like, this is not a knock on the, on like the other schools, but I'm just saying as like, you know, think about it. Think about it like this before sure. I, before I say what I was going to say, yeah. think about it like this. So, you know how we, we talk about collegiate athletics when, when we're around Spence and everybody. Sure. Right. When we talk about the university of Texas, what's the first thing that comes to mind when Spence, when, when, when Spence thinks about them? Like, he always, he always, like, ah, horns down. Like, yeah. this, we don't, like, there's no, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, we have no affiliation with the University of Texas. Spencer has no affiliation with the University of Texas or Texas A&M or any of the, the Texas rivals. Yeah. But immediately, it's like, horns down.
0: hmm
1: So that's, like, that sort of impact on and plus University of Texas they're like last year their football team finished like five and seven or like six and six and actually didn't even make a bowl game five and seven or like four and eight like their football team was not very good and yet and yet they would still get hate on hated on for just for being the University of Texas and so that alone like just the brand speaks for itself. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I don't want to, I didn't want to be like five, 10 years down the line and be like talking with whoever. and be like, oh, where'd you go get a master's? I was like, oh, I went to, I did, I went to like some other school when I applied to the University of Texas. And they would, uh, I mean, you know, it was just, it felt, it kind of felt like a no brainer for me. And so right. that's kind of, that's kind of why i i wanted to i wanted to go there and uh, be one of be one of the people, uh, sure. one of the many graduates uh, from there uh, before i before i really get into into my career.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, because I'd always wondered. I was like, he's going all the way to Texas for this. Like, is there not somewhere in Kentucky that would be like closer for him? Because like. I don't know. I guess we all just kind of wanted you to stay here and like hang out with us, but obviously, like if this was what was best for you, then um, by all means, we were going to support that. But it was more so that question of why there, I suppose. But I guess yeah, like when you think about it, that's absolutely one of the biggest brands in collegiate sports out there. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, Benjamin's on the rise in some areas in terms of like being recently D one, and they made like mm-hmm. all sorts of buzz about not being able to play in the tournament, which you know should have been allowed to do. But, um, like, yeah, the, they're nowhere near as big a brand as UT is right now. So, I, I, I see
1: where you're coming from now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is – this is this feels like only temporary, you know? Yes. Um, there's still some – I feel like now that I've been able to be in the classroom down here and, you know, really think about some things that really stand out between Austin, Texas – in Louisville, Kentucky, there's really not that much that many differences. Hmm. Okay, like, University of Texas is in downtown Austin. Yeah. Okay, so the kind of vibe that I'm getting down here, walking around, is the kind of vibe that Louisville kind of gives me at, like, a smaller scale. Hmm. Okay. So Louisville, Louisville seems like a smaller version of Austin. Gotcha. And that, and that was another thing, too, when I was driving around the campus, I was like this is not as big as I thought it was going to be. Interesting. Which actually we can add that to the list of reasons because when we came down to visit, to really make sure that I wanted to go to UT, <laughs> we were driving around and I was like, there's three streets that I really need to worry about that can keep me on track. And other than that, that's pretty much it. Well, I all mean, right. it was just two streets that go parallel to each other and then one that intersects goes for ridiculous like that was and then that's that's the, that's literally the, the university but so it's big but it's like within the confines of those streets which makes it easy to navigate through does that make sense yeah i got you um so like yeah we can we can add that to the list but going off what you said you wanted to like like see if like you know, wanted me to stay up there and, like, hang out and stuff like that. This feels – UT feels like a temporary right now just sure. so that I can get the degree because I feel like there's some things that I really want to do back in Louisville um, and, like, change a few things. Um I really want to, like – Louisville is not – like, it doesn't have – it doesn't have like many sports agencies office offices. And so I'm trying to like, you know get that going so that you know if there's somebody in the future, there's kids, boys, girls that even want to consider doing this kind of career choice that they can have a pathway to doing that. You know they don't have to go, they don't have to go out of state to to work at a sports agency. You know what I mean? Like, the nearest well-known sports agency is two hours away in Nashville. Mm, Okay. That's one of the offices of Creative Artists Agency, which their headquarters is based in California. So you're looking at California, New York, as, like, the main... Like, this is where the headquarters are for these sports agencies. And so why... Think about it, think about it like recruiting, you know. So these colleges recruit in-state players, but the players are like, ah, let me just go out of state. I'll oh, a better opportunity, right? Why okay. not keep it? Why not keep it in-state? You know what I mean? Yeah, I see where you're going. And be able to, you know, get, have a place in Kentucky, in Louisville, in Lexington, you know, where the college students are. So, you know, they don't have to leave the state in order to get into their field. They can okay. stay in if they want to. Um, while with their, with their family is still there and, you know, it would be an interesting turn. And I think it could be better for it could be better for the for the for the industry. Like Austin didn't used to have a sports agency until Weiserman one of the sports agencies put one of their offices in Austin. I'm like, well, why can't we do that? You know, why can't that change for, for Louisville? Yeah. You know, uh, Austin feels very much like a college town, just as much as Louisville does. Uh, And so I think the possibilities, possibilities are endless. People just have to act, act on them. And so I think, you know, that would be, that would be good for, for the city. I think also like eventually having a protein, which that's going to be tough to do. That's going to be a tough task. We, we, people have been, have been trying to do that for years. Oh yeah. But, um, that in addition would be a tremendous step forward for, yeah. for the city.
0: Cause I mean, you're looking at, like you said, you got California and New York being two of the biggest cities, but those are like polar opposites of the country. So people would have to go like, if you're getting recruited or want to be recruited from like the Midwest, you have to either go far to the West or far to the East in order to get to one of those recruiting places. But if you were to do this and start up your own thing in Louisville, that would make that trip for recruitment a lot shorter. And if nothing else, they get an offer from here before going to New York for an offer. And then they can compare the two and maybe they end up going with yours because it's closer, but
1: like there's all sorts
0: of benefits that can come from that. And I really, I'm, I,
1: yeah. I like your freaking thinking with this, man. <laughs> Thank you, and that's that's just what I was thinking about as I was like going through this because, look, I've made it. I've made it known that I want to start my own sports agency. Like I've had this thing going on for about a couple years now. Yeah, and so, like, that's another thing too. Like, why would I want to start it in the state in which my competitors are going to be in? When I can start it right at home and recruit players in my own backyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, think about it like this. Okay. Louisville and Kentucky, they both have good college players. uh, I think Kentucky more so this year that are going to go into the NFL draft. They're probably going to get recruited by agencies that are outside of Kentucky specifically California, you know, New York, um, Texas, because Texas has, you know, they have a couple, but, you know, there's one in Dallas and then, you know, that's, it's not, it's not as well known as the other ones in your other countries, Miami specifically, you know, Florida, like all these other big states, they have well-known agencies. And so those agencies are going to go recruit those players, Right. And so now you're taking players out of our own state and you're adding them to your clientele and your client list in another another state. So I'm just looking at it from like a different it's I'm kind of comparing it to how colleges recruit high school players and how that that sort of thing goes down because you hear about you know, colleges all the time, keeping the in-state players, keep them in-state, keep them in-state, keep them in-state. And so that's – especially down here in Texas, you know, when you have, you know, Texas A&M, University of Texas, SMU, Houston, TCU, you know, you got three or four universities just in the Dallas-Fort Worth area alone. And all this talent around these two areas, Dallas-Fort Worth and – Austin and Houston like all these areas they have all this talent and yet in the past people were leaving the uni- they were leaving the state of Texas to go to college and so that's valuable people that's valuable players and valuable people that you're losing to other universities because your program isn't good enough and so you up the program and you get it back on the map like Texas Texas has fallen off a little bit but I think now they're getting a little bit better and getting back to where they were yeah. But, like, you keep those players in state, and that's huge momentum for you. Well, you could also look at it. Whether, um, like, a company or, like, as, like, a, as, like a, a team.
0: Yeah. You could also look at it as, like, it might not even be, like, the program itself isn't doing super hot. It's that their recruiting isn't up to par. So their mm-hmm. program might be doing well but it just might not be getting that attention or there's just not enough people going out and recruiting players to come and make this program look better and better for like future prospects. So like having that opportunity to get out there and be like, Hey, listen, here's what we can offer. Here's what we can do for you here, here, here. And it's like, if if you can get in there and make a good deal for them to like, not only get into a good program, but also give you the opportunity to let people see like, Hey, our program now has this player and they're making it look even better because of their like the skills and the abilities they're bringing here. And they're making our record look very good. That brings in more clientele and more interest. And it's like, Oh, we've got a little thing going on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's kind of like my whole thinking. And, you know, it it just adds more motivation because I really want to get the podcast network uh, going and that whole business space. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where my head's at, and you know, for a year or two, I needed to get out and um, to figure out from um, what seems to be like a top ten, top fifteen public university in the entire country to you know figure things out and yeah. you know get uh, get more get more experience and learn more about about the field before I can really make that sort of impact.
0: Yeah, and it seems like. Seems like it's really doing it for you. So
1: absolutely. That's good. Well,
0: I guess seeing as how this was kind of an impromptu episode, I really I didn't have anything prepped for this and I'm kind of out. I don't really I don't know where to go from here. But I think it's been I think it's been good,
1: you know? Yeah, it's been it's been really good. I think for you know us, you know, like you said, uh you know, having uh, something that we just kind of had to make up on the fly. Yeah, this was a this was a pretty good episode, I think. Yeah. Um.
0: I mean, yeah. there used to be how we did lost script was just like we'd join a recording session with Burke, and it'd be like, "All right, you got anything to talk about today? No, not really. Okay, well, I mean, I've, I've got one thing. All right, great. Hey guys, we're back. It's like. we would just go off of nothing and that's it's kind of what we did here and we we still turned it into something pretty good i I would
1: imagine that's true we did we did so like you guys like i'll be back i'll be back soon enough oh absolutely yeah yeah it'll be uh you know maybe we can uh discuss uh you know later on maybe we can discuss sort of the housing plans to make it to make this podcasting thing a little bit easier for us we'll
0: get there but yeah one eventually. Step at time. i need to get both you and burke in here because i i want to talk about more lost script stuff and just mm. I, I haven't done an episode with you guys and with both of you guys on the same episode and since doing lost script so
1: i want to get you i want to get you back in here get us back in here yeah uh, have,
0: have a little bit of fun yeah um, i also have been talking with um Jake, who's been, you know, he's appeared on a couple episodes. Um, I was talking to him about this podcast, and, like, this was back when it was, like, maybe 10 episodes in. Because we're, I think this is going to be, oh, man, this might be 13 to 15, somewhere in there. This might be episode 15. But, like, we were talking a while back, and he was like, yeah, man, like, I talked with some guys after listening to your show, and we were thinking we might do one, too. I was like, Really? It was like, yeah, you know, I was talking with like a couple good friends and like they're all they're both really good at holding conversations and they like podcasts and stuff like and we have things we could talk about and stuff like that. I'm like, well, bro, like, let me know if you ever decide to launch that off the ground. Like, I'd love to help you get started, like, you know, walk you through the steps of anchor if I got to or I mean, it's, it's pretty intuitive. You can figure it out. But like and then if you ever want to, you know, do a collaboration, let me know. So hopefully, you know, hopefully he gets that launched, or you know, just further discussion. But yeah, that'd say? be that'd be super great for yeah. him. Yeah.
1: But um, I think we're uh we're gonna wrap it up there. So mm-hmm. you know, thanks for joining me, pal. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Happy to come on anytime. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was good talking to you again, buddy. Yeah, always always a
0: pleasure to talk to you, pal. It's good to
1: good to catch up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely.
0: And to you, audience, thank you very much for listening, being patient as I try to get back to weekly recordings. It probably won't happen, but uh, you know, it just makes the time we have after being a part more special. Um, so yeah, as always, go check out Dalton's stuff at uh, the Out of Bounds podcast. They've been doing great, you know. He's uh he's had a couple great rants. They've been fun to listen to.
1: <laughs> yeah, can't forget about the rants. Can't forget <laughs> about the rants. And I know.
0: Uh, <laughs> and I as know. always, they know what they're talking about. They they're very smart. They know they've been doing this stuff since they were kids. So they they know what they're talking about. Go go show some love and tell them the happy hour sent you, or don't. Just go give them a listen and be anonymous. But um, you know, again, once more, thank you, Dalton. Thank you audience. And, um, you know, we'll see you next time.